Welcome to Fantasy or Reality, the GPP. Whatever road you took to get here doesn't matter. What matters is you're here. My hope is that we all can help one another in this journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm Steve. I am a recovering problem gambler. My last data bet was 5 to 21. So if you're keeping track, today is about May 10th. So I've hit my one year mark. So I'm definitely going to be talking about that in this episode. Uh, it's It's pretty crazy to think that it's been a year. I feel like a lot of time has gone by and a lot of things have changed, but it feels like also it went by so quick as does everything in life, right? Um, But yeah, before I kind of get into that, I just want to kind of recap uh, the last few weeks um, and really just kind of talk about uh, the last episode also with Todd. Um, That really was an incredible episode if you got a chance to listen to it. If you didn't, please listen back. Uh, He really gave a lot of great insight and really, uh, we just had a really great conversation. I was so happy to have him come on He's really, really wise. You know, I'm, I've got a year. He is just about to hit his four-year mark, and that's really exciting. Um, we were in our meeting last night, and we had a new member join us. And it was just pretty cool just, like, listening to the new member talk for a while and Todd just taking his notes and just just the way he responded to this new member of ours and... You know, him and, and that whole group and the other groups I'm a part of, there's just so many great people that are a part of these groups and so much wisdom to share. But I just share this about Todd because obviously he was the last uh, episode. He really has a lot to share. And uh, just again, thank you, Todd, for for coming on here and talking about that. And um, I hope everyone got a lot from Todd's episode if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen. It's the the last one right before this one. Um, anyways, so, yes, so it's been a year. And I feel like I talked about uh, in my previous solo episode, I kind of was reflecting back on where I was kind of like a year ago at this point. And thinking back to where I was a year ago this week as compared to where I am today it's like it's like night and day it's not even just you know not being in an active gambling addiction or dealing with the the fallout from it um so for example this past weekend was mother's day last year at this time it had been six days since everything came out you know we still went to go do something but it was still a very tough and tense day um you know um we went and kind of took a boat ride with the kids um we tried to have a good day but um you know it was just still difficult to deal with everything and um this year we went to a local festival um it's kind of it's called the tulip festival in albany uh, new york and we really just had a great time um 
before that, you know, that was on Sunday. On Saturday, I spent a lot of time in my, our backyard uh, doing a lot of work, which made me happy and made my wife really happy. You know, we were really doing a lot of work to this house. And uh, we had a bunch of stone in our backyard. I have no clue what on earth the person who owned this house two owners ago was doing at this place. But, uh, like, they dumped a bunch of stone in the backyard, and it's been a nightmare to deal with. And eventually, we just decided, let's just dump a bunch of topsoil on it, throw some seed down, and that's what we did. You know, it felt like for a while, like, we knew we were going to have to do this, and it felt like this overwhelming task that was going to have to get done. And with the help of my stepfather, you know, he has a dump truck, and he really stepped up and really helped me a lot and showed me a lot of good things. And I can't thank my stepfather enough. He really helped me a lot this past weekend dealing with that. It saved us a lot of money. And uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Just like a lot of things in life, you know, I've, I've always built things up to be 10 times worse than they were going to be. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of hard work, but we got it done. We put the soil down, put the seed down, and uh, it already looks better, without even without the grass growing. But uh, anyways, so... Yeah, this weekend, um, you know, I just got up, I made pancakes for my wife and for my kids, and we went to this tulip festival, and we were able to just enjoy ourselves with the kids, spend a full day there, the kids had a great time, my wife and I had a great time, um, you know, it's not like we don't forget what happened, never going to forget what happened, I mean, the whole point of this podcast is to talk about what happened and how to rebuild your life or how I, or at least how I rebuild my life, um, and what works for me. And, you know, it was, uh, it was great, you know, just going there. I think we watched a magician at first with the kids and then just ran around the play, like a, a playground, then walked around and, and looked at, uh, all the beautiful flowers and tulips and just took a nice walk through the park, got the kids a snack, um, it was just a really nice Mother's Day. It really, it was just a really nice weekend in general. And looking back to where I was this time last year, you know, I was still dealing with the fallout of everything. I still hated myself at that point. I still was dealing with a lot of the raw emotions, uh, you know, not only from everything crashing down around me, but still feeling those feelings I had felt for so long of like worthlessness and helplessness and not feeling good enough and um it's incredible not to feel that today um it's incredible to be able to go and have a good time with my wife and kids and not even think about you know am i gonna lose them am i good enough am i worthy enough for this you know because i know i am and i know i've said that a lot and and i've proven that to myself and to the people around me, and, um, yeah, it was just a really good weekend, um, but yeah, thinking back to, like, the emotions just from a year ago, um, I still was, you know, going to work crying every day, I still was, uh, having a hard time dealing with, just that self-hatred, I guess, you know, it was just like, I had felt like garbage for a long time, and now that everything was out, and I, you know, 
I couldn't hide it anymore. I couldn't deny that I was an addict anymore. And over time, I, I began to accept that that was a part of me and that that wasn't the only part of me. But that was a really hard thing to deal with. I mean, I still remember, uh, you know, being caught on May 3rd of last year and then May 4th coming home after working and like sitting down on the bed and just like opening up to my wife and telling her how I felt for years about myself and crying. And it was just a lot of crying and just feeling so bad and overwhelmed and not knowing from one day to the next if I was going to have a home, have my wife, have my kids and family, just not knowing what was going to happen. and uh, But just realizing that no matter what happened going forward, like I could not let this happen again. I couldn't, I couldn't make it any worse. I'd relapsed from gambling, you know, this, this time around. Um, if you listen back to the earlier episodes, you can hear my story. If you haven't heard it yet, uh, past drug addictions, I just had had enough. And no matter what was going to happen, I I was not going to let this happen again. I couldn't feel this way anymore. And that's when I started listening to podcasts. Um, And that's when I found the first podcast I found was the After Gambling podcast that my friend Jamie runs. And um, it helped me so much in the beginning. It helped me so much to like really realize that there, I wasn't the only one doing these things. I wasn't alone. And um, that's part of the reason why I started this podcast was because I wanted to do the same thing for others. And, you know, this it helps me to sit here and just talk into this microphone about how I feel, how the ups and downs of recovery affect me and my wife. And, um, but anyways, um, yeah, so podcasting, like I talk about, it just became a very important thing for me. And over time, I reached out to, to Jamie and we began a friendship and um, we attend a, a meeting every week together. And um, unfortunately, it's through Zoom, but I still, you know, we still attend a meeting together every week. And, and he's really become a friend over this last year. And um, it was cool, you know, on May 2nd, uh, I mentioned this in the meeting that, that we had because the Monday night meeting I attend you know, is with Jamie and Todd and, and a few other great guys. I learned so much from every week. Um, you know, I spoke about how, you know, Jamie was the first one to reach out to me and, and tell me congratulations on, on hitting the one year mark and how great that was. And it was just, you know, it was just cool that, you know, in my first days, the first help I got, the first resources I found was his podcast. And here it was a year later, and because of all the work I've done and from reaching out and just from developing a relationship with him and others and really diving into this community, you know, like he's the first one that reached out to me and said congratulations. And it was just kind of like a really cool full circle thing. Not that this is the circle's completed. I mean, it's a never ending cycle. And uh, I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with knowing I'm going to be doing these meetings in some form or another. Um, I, I enjoy them and it's not, you know, it's not like I'm putting the fires out anymore. And it was really great this week. Um, 
it was almost like I got to do the same thing for another person. You know, I've, I've had some people reach out uh, after listening to my podcast and some of them have come on to talk about their stories. Some of them have just written nice notes, but uh, someone reached out yesterday and really it felt like the same thing I got from Jamie's podcast, this uh, gentleman received from my podcast and it was another full circle thing a, a year later like I was able to help someone the same way he helped me and it's the same way we all help one another um, and he attended our meeting um, and you know it's it's this community is so great uh, the recovery community where we all help one another. It doesn't matter if you've got one day in or if you've got 15, 20 years in. You know, in our group on Mondays, um, you know, one of our members has, tw you know, 20 years. Some of our members have, are just coming in. And uh, that's a great meeting. Another group I'm a part of have people that range, you know, come in almost on a daily basis. And then there's, you know, people in the group who've got seven, eight, 10 years, you know, it's just, it's, you know, people from around the world that have had this problem and we can all help one another to varying degrees, you know. Uh, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful for everything that's happened over this last year. Like I've said before, I'm not happy at all that, you know, that this change came about because of an addiction and because of the lying and the, all the negative stuff that has happened. And, you know, the worst part is how it's affected my wife and our really, you know, relationship, you know, even though our relationship is great today and very strong, I just, you know, that's the one thing I still have some difficulties with. Um, not that I, I, I don't feel shame at all for my addiction anymore, but of course I still feel some guilt about the lying and how that affects her. And, you know, I, the weekend of my anniversary coming up, you know, we took the same family trip that we had taken the year before. So I knew that, you know, I could see that was affecting her in some way. And, um, you know... It, it's tough to see my wife going through that and you know I love her and I I feel bad about the actions that I took during my addiction that have hurt her in this way um, but you know through the one-on-one -on -one therapy and through the recovery I, I've become a better man and a husband than I probably ever could have been and even though there are difficult times and difficult days, we work through them together. And uh, I've also become, you know, I've come to realize that, you know, like, even with the difficult days, you know, I just kind of try to take them as lessons and try to realize, you know, even in regular life, even if I didn't have addiction issues or whatever, like, not every day is going to be a good day. And what I've learned over this last year has, has really taught me on on ways or have taught me ways to get through these difficult days and difficult times and try to be there for my wife as much as I can when she's having these difficulties. You know, I don't push so hard to try to get answers anymore. I just have to let her go through what she's going through. 
and that's just all part of it. Um, you know, I celebrated, you know, twice last week, you know, um, with my Monday group and Tuesday with my other group. And I, one of the questions that someone had asked was, um, you know, how do you not, I want to get this right. Um, another great guy in this group who I learned a lot from, he asked something along the lines of, you know, given where you are in your recovery and the fact that you don't have, I think I was speaking about not having access to a bank account. Like, how do you handle not, you know, building resentments because you feel you're ready and your partner doesn't, or it was something along those lines. And my answer was, and this is my answer to a lot of these things, like the difficulties that may come up. It's like, yeah, I could probably have access to a bank account and be fine right now. I I know I'm doing well. I know I'm doing great. But, you know, like, my wife doesn't feel this way for no reason. She feels the way she feels because of what I have done to affect her. You know, the, the negative things, the lying. And uh, what I said was, you know, it's all part of the journey. You know, I accept that this is part of the journey. And, you know, I love my wife and I love where we are today. And uh, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make her feel as comfortable as possible and, uh, and rebuild our relationship. And we've been doing a great job of that over this last year. She's been doing a great job of that. Uh, I'm really proud of all the things that she's been doing. But uh, I can't get any resentments. I don't hold any resentments. It's like, you know... Even if that started to creep in my mind, it's like, okay, well, why don't I have access to my bank account at this point? Well, because you lied and you lost money and you withheld things for quite a long period. So, of course, you're not going to have this back. There's like, and it's, I've just accepted that and that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm okay with not having access to my bank account at this point. It's for a reason. And, uh. I know I'd be fine, but you know what? If it makes her more comfortable for me to not have access at this point, I'm completely okay with that. You know, I, I do everything I can to try to make things as easy as I can on my wife. Because even though I know I'm good, and she knows it too, uh, there are just so many things that happen that, of course, there's just going to be doubts here and there. And... Nothing's going to fix that but time and continued recovery and continuing to do the right thing every day. And whatever happens, happens. I'm happy with my life today. I'm happy with who I am today. I couldn't be happier with my relationships today with my wife, my family, my kids, and even work. My work life has, uh, has improved. Uh, my attitude in general has improved. Um, you know, I mean, for example, you know, like... I, I drive a truck. I had to pass a truck in the left lane, and it, it took a minute to get by because we can only go so fast. And, you know, I could see someone behind me flashing their lights, you know, so impatient. But you know, it is what it is. I got to get past this truck. I get past, and they start blaring their horn and, you know, not doing nice things. And I just, whatever, just keep driving and smiling. Where in the past, I may have gotten angry at that. Maybe I would have honked my horn back at them. But I just don't, I don't care. You know, not that I don't care, I don't want to upset people, but like, 
maybe that person is just having a bad morning. Maybe that person had a fight with their wife or significant other or whatever. Whatever is causing them to be angry, it's, it's not just because they had to wait a minute in traffic. And I can empathize with people a lot more. Um, I just, I feel like a better person in overall, you know, I, my health and fitness is great. Um, I don't beat myself up too much when I, you know, my diet drops off a little bit. Um, you know, I just move on, you know, starting the next day or the next meal. And I do, I eat very clean for the most part, but, uh, you know, if there's a day or a week where I have a little bit extra of something, I don't beat myself up. I just adjust and move on and, and don't say, oh, like you're, you're this such and such and such. The negative self-talk I used to always have. I don't have that anymore. Um, yeah, my mindset has completely changed. Um, how I feel about who I am today. So a, a lot has changed over this last year. Um, yeah, you know, I, I enjoy my music. I enjoy my guitar. I sit down and I play as much as I can. I really enjoy writing songs, writing music. I'm going to try to record some songs and start throwing some more of those up here. Um, and music's been a big part of my recovery. Um it's been a big part of my life and who I am. And I definitely want to start showcasing more of that, putting more of that on here. So once I figure out how to record things and uh, make it sound good, I'll start putting some of that stuff up here. And hopefully you'll enjoy it. And if you don't, that's okay. You don't have to listen. Um, you know, I'm going to keep doing this thing, you know, whether one person listens or a thousand people listen, you know, I have a feeling that more and more people are going to start listening over the next year or so. I'm starting to see more and more people come in for sports betting and uh, daily fantasy because of all the rise in the legalization. And uh, I've seen the numbers go up and, you know, my downloads over the last few months because of uh, what's been going on and putting myself out there and I'm, I'm very comfortable with putting myself out there. Um, I just feel like over this last year, I've gotten so much help through my recovery tools, which include one-on-one -on -one therapy, which include my meetings, uh, and, and the podcasts, you know, I don't listen every day like I used to, you know, I'll listen occasionally to some podcasts when they come out. Uh, you know, all in the Addicted Gamblers podcast, Jamie's After Gambling podcast, the Broke Girl Society, uh, the Bet Free Life on YouTube. There's there's a lot of great resources. I used to listen a lot in the beginning. Now I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. You know, like uh, Theo Vaughn is great. This past weekend, um, Joey Diaz, Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir. You know, comedy. You know, makes me laugh. You know laughing is good for the soul and those guys make me laugh and Theo Vaughn's definitely my favorite you know he has a good balance of making me laugh hysterically with the things he says and really like talking about the issues that we talk about like his feelings of self-worth and his addiction problems while mixing comedy in there 
think it's like a perfect mix for a podcast. Um, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, um, it's really cool to have hit a year. Um, but I know it's just the beginning of the journey. Keep going. I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I'm going to keep doing my meetings. Um, I can't thank you all enough for, you know, even listening. Um, when I first started, I had no idea if anyone would listen. I had no idea what would happen. But I just wanted to kind of put my thoughts down. I guess this is kind of like an audio journal. And I've grown more comfortable in doing this. I've grown more comfortable in talking about my story. I listened back to the first time I spoke in any kind of public manner, which was on All in the Addicted Gamblers podcast when I was uh, 62 days in. And I can hear how I spoke on that. And I still was reserved about talking about some of the drug stuff. And and um, even when I started this podcast, you know, I, I don't know if anyone else can tell, but I was very nervous even recording some of this stuff. Um, you know, I would have to start and stop. And, and now I can just kind of sit down and how, it, you know, however it comes out, it comes out. Um, I've gotten a little bit better at this. I still have not figured out how to get this other mic to work. But I will get there. Um, yeah, I just feel like I've grown a lot over this last year. Um, and I look forward to continuing to grow over time. And uh, hopefully there are a few people out there or more people that get the same help I got out of other podcasts, out of this podcast. You know, I've seen it a few times. I'm really grateful for the awesome messages that some of you have sent in. Um, you know, I don't pretend to know everything. I do not know everything. I get a lot of great wisdom from the guys in my meetings, guys like Todd, who came on here to share his story. Um, and uh, seriously, one-on-one -on -one therapy, please, if you can. I mean, that's where I dug a lot of the stuff in my mind as to why I was feeling the way I felt and doing the things I was doing. But uh, yeah, I don't pretend to know everything. You know, I just come on here and talk about how I feel and talk about what's worked for me. And what's worked for me may not work for the next person. But uh, what's worked for me over this last year has changed my life completely. And um, not even just in being able to stop gambling and, you know, addictive behavior like that. It's just made me feel better about who I am today. And it really has like resonated or resonated, whatever, whatever the word is, it's uh, spilled over into all areas of my life. You know, this self-confidence, the self-love, the negative self-talk is gone. And uh, yeah, that's just, that's why I share this story. That's why I share my story. That's why I talk about myself on here and talk about who I am and share other stories. I just want people to feel hope that you can get better, that life can get better. You, you do not have to feel the way you felt for however long it's been, whether you gamble, whatever you gamble on, whatever, if it's been a drug or if it's been alcohol or whatever it is, like, it is so hard to stop and I get it. But you can, you can put your, like, if you put your mind to it, you reach out for help 
as much as it sucks at first and it's really hard to get through some of these things you it, it, the smoke clears the dust clears and you can start to see a life without those negative emotions and then once you really accept who you are and at least when i accepted who i was and really like started working on who i was and changing my self talk and and accepting my life for the way it is you know i still we still improve our lives we still have a plan on how to make our life easier but like the day to day things you know like financial stressors do not trigger me anymore like there have definitely been some financial difficulties over the last few months here um that absolutely would have triggered me in the past into wanting to gamble or gambling more and now I just, you know, they're difficult. It stinks to go through. It's It sucks to have to feel those financial pressures. But we're all feeling it right now. Um, and I learned how to handle it and deal with it. And also realize, like, even though things may be tough right now, you know, not that, you know, not that we can't make it. We're making it just fine. But, you know, there just have been a lot of extra expenses that have come up. And, uh... That's okay. It doesn't mean that's how it's always going to be. That's not, you know, no matter what it is, my wife and I will be okay. We will work through it together. You know, whatever comes up, I will have, you know, any emotional thoughts or whatever, like, I've got a great group of guys that I speak to on a regular basis through my meetings, you know, and um, my wife and I are stronger together. You know, my, the support of these guys in these groups help me so much. And um, whether it be financial, emotional, family, whatever it is, I know I have the tools now to get through whatever comes at me. And, uh, you know, I thank you for being on this journey with me. And... Uh, We'll keep going from here, you know? So, yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Please reach out anytime. If you feel comfortable enough to share your story, I would love to share it. Um, and please go listen to Todd's episode and to all the great guests who have come on here to share their story and bear their soul. And Because uh, it's not easy to talk about this stuff. Uh, I, I mean, it was hard for me at first. Now I feel very comfortable talking about it, but I know it's difficult to put yourself out there. And um, I can't thank everyone enough who's come on this show. And uh, I can't thank you all enough for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Be good to yourselves. Here's where to get help. You can call or text one 800 522-4700 that's the national council on problem gambling or you could call 1-800-GAMBLER 1-800-426-2537 this is where I found um, the link to my therapist through my local counselor and then also we cannot forget our affected others my wife goes to Gammonon every week and it's been a huge help to her so Anyone in your life who you feel like needs help or you've affected through your gambling, you can go to gammonon.org, G-A-M 
www.anon.org. The number is 718-352-1671.